Good morning, everyone. And a very warm welcome to worship with Paisley St George's on this, the first Sunday in Advent. Come, let us prepare to meet with God. Let us prepare ourselves to help bring in God's kingdom. The light of God is coming into the world, into the brokenness and pain, sharing the joy and the tears, pushing back the darkness. And this morning we're going to light the first light on our, can on our Advent wreath, which is here. And I'm wondering who would like to... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Who's the youngest? I think it might be Alexa. <laughs> right. Why don't you come, Alexa? And who's the oldest? Haley, why don't you come and help Alexa? There we go. Oh. So, Alexa, you come and hold it too. Okay. Help Haley with it. Don't let her do it all. Do you want to hold it? Are you not sure? Do you want to just stand with Haley? Okay. Not the middle one. It's maybe just as well because I don't know that you're little. I don't know if you'd been able to reach quite up there. What do you think? Do you want to go and stand a wee bit closer? And watch. Is that it done? Good. Right, let, right. would you like to blow that out, Alexa? Well done. Thank you. There we go. We've lit the first light to declare that we believe in the healing light of God. So now, as this candle is lit, let's stand if able to sing the first verse and chorus of hymn number 448, Lord, the light of your love is shining. children are going out just now they're going out because and so we'll see you later you're going to come back in again later and tell us what you've been doing and sorting out I believe I hope you've all got your purses with you and your wallets with you ready to spend some money after worship but we'll find out more about that when the children come in nearer the end of worship
We turn now to the intimations. The, there are a number of intimations in the print which actually tells us about what the children are doing. They're having their Christmas stall. So join them for tea, coffee, ice cream and a browse. And then on Wednesday, Wednesday is St Andrew's Day and our Renfrewshire Schools holiday. So we're having our very first come and try day for young people aged 10 or over between 2 and 4 here at Cosseyside. See any of the team for more details. Right, community support team. There's so much going on in the run up to Christmas. Don't we all know that? And it can get a bit hectic and confusing. So there are projects that, we're, that are looking for our support. So we've highlighted dates. The NB4CC red bags by the end of November. The Christmas gift service will be on the 11th of December. Any child's gift, no need to wrap it. The clothesline donations until Sunday the 15th of January, which is Communion Sunday. Donations of toiletries and cleaning products until the same Sunday. There's still some wool in the North Transept. Please keep knitting. And then on Tuesday, the Friendly Hour meets at 2pm and this will be a carol service. The Guild meets tomorrow at 2pm, last meeting until January with Renfrew Ladies Choir as guests. The Paisley Guilds Together Carol Service will take place here on Monday the 5th of December at 2pm. All are welcome to come along. And you know, all are welcome to come along. That is true of everything that happens within St George's, whether it be at Cosyside or whether it be at the Outreach Centre. Everyone is welcome. And just with that in mind, there is a men's breakfast next Saturday morning, 9th, 9.30. If you want to come to that, please see Stuart or Kenny, speak to one of the guys, or I'm sure if you were just to turn up, they would feed you. They wouldn't see you going hungry. And let me tell you, if you go to that, you will not feel hungry for the rest of that day at least. Now, there are a couple of other intimations Presbytery met on Tuesday evening and the decision was taken to simply listen and to consult further with congregations regarding the Presbytery plan. A further meeting of Presbytery is planned for Saturday the 4th of February and I will continue to keep you informed. In the past, both Stowbray and Glenburn had held services in care homes within their parishes the care homes and ourselves would like to see these services restart. But these services can only restart if people are willing to go along to the care homes and help with that. So, think about it. Is this something that you could help with? We haven't, there's been no decisions made about when or how often because that would depend on how many people can come along and when they're available. But if you could help with that, please speak to Jackie Perry. Jackie, would you like to stand up just in case anybody doesn't know who you are? Thank you, Jackie. And finally, for many folks, this season of Christmas with all the festivities can be difficult for all sorts of reasons, but perhaps particularly so for those who have been bereaved. So on Sunday, the 11th of December, we will hold a blue Christmas service at 2.30pm. And this will be a quiet time of reflection 
and of remembering the people who will not be sitting at our Christmas tables this year. And again, all are welcome. These are all the intimations. So now let's come to God in prayer. Let's pray. Lord God, we have gathered here on this first Sunday of Advent to praise and to worship you. We have gathered to hear your word, your word as written in scripture, your word shared in the love of others, your word whispered by your spirit into the silent depths of our hearts. We pray that with all our bodies, minds and souls, we may be open to hearing your word and not just hearing it, but acting on it. We praise you, living God, for these days of Advent, for the opportunity they offer to reflect on Scripture and to prepare our hearts and minds for the coming of your Son. As we set out on our journey, may we find a stillness that is your presence with us, leading us on to Bethlehem, where our spirits can soar towards the light of your eternal love, revealed in the Christ child. Advent God, forgive us, we pray, when our preparations for the coming of your Son are superficial and we don't invest our whole selves into them prayerfully, practically, practically or purposefully. May we not be left with regrets and if-onlys, but adapt to the challenges of our lives and our world with the grace and agility of your Holy Spirit in whose power we pray. God of all creation, though the nights are long, the sun still rises and we thank you for the sun shining so brightly through the windows this morning. Though the mornings are dark, the birds still sing. Though the world isn't ready, your son still comes. Though we don't listen or prepare or deserve, you still love and forgive and renew us, all in Jesus' name. So hear us now as we pray together in Jesus' words. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. We turn now to scripture which will be read for us by Irene, one of our elders, a member of the choir and involved with the children's worship. Thank you, Irene. First reading is from the Old Testament from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. This is the message which Isaiah, son of Amos, received in a vision about Judah and Jerusalem. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house will be set over all other mountains, raised high above the hills. All the nations will stream towards it, and many peoples will go and say, 
Let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. For instruction comes from Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between the nations as arbiter among many peoples. They will beat their swords into mattocks, and their spears into pruning knives. Nation will not lift sword against nation, nor ever again be trained for war. Come, people of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord. The next lesson is from the book of Romans in the New Testament. Romans chapter 13, verses 11 to 14. Always remember that this is the hour of crisis. It is high time for you to wake out of sleep, for deliverance is nearer to us now than it was when first we believed. It is far on in the night day than the night. Day is near. Let us therefore throw off the deeds of darkness and put on the armour of light. Let us behave with decency as befits the day. No drunken orgies, no debauchery or vice, no quarrels or jealousies. Let Christ Jesus himself be the armour that you wear. Give your unspiritual nature no opportunity to satisfy its desires. And the final reading is from the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew chapter 24, verses 36 to 44. Yet about that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, not even the Son, no one but the Father alone. As it was in the days of Noah, so will it be when the Son of Man comes. In the days before the flood, they ate and drank and married until the day that Noah went into the ark. And they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. That is how it will be when the Son of Man comes. Then there will be two men in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women grinding at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. Keep awake then, for you do not know on what day your Lord will come. Remember, if the householder had known at what time of night the burglar was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. Hold yourselves ready then, therefore, because the Son of Man will come at the time you least expect him. Amen. The word of God for the people of God. Thank you, Irene. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, Advent in some ways doesn't start until I've sung, O come, O come, Emmanuel. So we worship God by singing that great Advent hymn, hymn 273, O come, O come, Emmanuel.
As I reflected on today's scripture readings, I jotted down just a line or two from each passage. From Isaiah, I wrote down, let us walk in the light which the Lord gives. From Romans, the night is nearly over, the day is almost here. Let us conduct ourselves as people who walk in the light of the day. And from Matthew, Be on your guard then, because you do not know what day your Lord will come. You must always be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you are not expecting him. So here we are at the end of November, when the days are often dreek and overcast and the nights are long. Today is the first Sunday in Advent, the time when we find ourselves swivelling in two directions. We look back to that very first Christmas when Jesus came into the world as a tiny baby to be the light for the world. And I suppose that is the comforting, familiar thing that most of us find relatively easy to do at this time. However, for others, this is a difficult time. This can be the first Christmas without a beloved husband or wife, son or daughter, or parent or friend. But during Advent, we're also called to look ahead, to look ahead to the time when Jesus will return. When, as Isaiah put it, when nations will never again go to war. Now, as we wait, it would be so easy just to sit back and wait, wait for that day, 
whether it be soon or whether it be sometime in the distant future. Just to sit passively and wait. But Jesus, well, Jesus in the gospel reading reminds us that we are to be ready. We are to be ready for we do not know the time. And we are to be prepared. Being prepared. There are lots of times when we have to be prepared. As I was walking in this morning, I was talking to someone about gardening. And for so long recently, the weather has been unpredictable and changing, very changeable. When I hung the washing out on Friday, well, the grass was soggy underfoot. And then I looked around the garden and I realised just how much needed doing. I wondered, assuming you've got a garden, what have you been doing in your garden recently? Anything much? Hmm. Maybe you're like Monty Dawn. We all know Monty Dawn, TV presenter and gardener. And if you're like Monty, you will be all prepared for winter and your plans for next year will be in place with all the seeds ordered, ready to plant at the right time. However, I suspect many of us don't start thinking about spring until spring arrives. It's not only gardeners who have to plan ahead. On Thursday, I walked between two fields. There's a little path goes through some fields near where I live. And on both sides of the path, there were little green shoots pushing through the soggy soil. My grandson asked me what kind of plants these were. And I had to say to him, I didn't know that it could be wheat or barley. It was probably wheat or barley, and I wouldn't know until I could see the seed heads. But the farmer, John, will have had to plan ahead as to what is the best crop to grow for next year. And after Brexit, farmers are having to plan even further ahead. Now, I know that we in Paisley live in a quite urban area, but we're all dependent on farmers for the food we eat, and it's good to have some awareness of the difficulties they're facing. For we're now two years into DEFRA's agricultural transition, the post-Brexit plan that will see the old farm payments, the former EU subsidies, phased out, to be replaced by new schemes supporting sustainable farming practices. So good news there. But like all new ways, these new approaches and initiatives will mean learning new skills and being adaptable. And they take many months, even years, of planning and preparation. But of course, it's not just farmers who have to think ahead to be prepared. Most, if not all, businesses know the importance of being prepared. Some shops have to order Christmas stock nearly a year in advance. Remember last year when the ship got stuck in the, in the Suez Canal and things were delayed and there were shortages. So shops are ordering well in advance. And the just-in-time stock control system used in many industries requires precision planning to make sure that what arrives, what's needed arrives just at the moment it's needed. But I read this morning just that Marks and Spencer's warehouses, amongst other places, are full to bursting with winter clothing, as the mild autumn and the financial squeeze mean that people are buying less. And we've all learnt something about being prepared and adaptable thanks to periods of lockdown, when we made sure that we would have enough basic foodstuffs in the house that we could manage if we couldn't get out to shops, if we weren't well, we'd just self-isolate. We've all done that. 
For the congregation here at St George's, preparations are being made for the day when permission is given to call a new minister. And there has been and there continues to be uncertainty as to just when that might be. But even though it's not yet known when that might be, we're not just sitting back, waiting passively, we're doing our best to be prepared. And talking of being prepared, I was out with friends for lunch a week or so ago and the two ladies said, well, that's me just about got Christmas sorted. And I sat there and I thought, shh. Many people will be all prepared for Christmas. Some of you will be all prepared for Christmas. Others are maybe a bit more like me. Yes, we know when Christmas is coming. And yes, everything will be done just in time. But this morning's Gospel reading asks us to consider whether we are just as prepared personally in our spiritual and inner life. Are we prepared for the second coming of Jesus Christ? It's not that we don't know about this, it's not new. We've been hearing about it every Advent since we were small enough that you wouldn't be seen behind the pulpit. The problem with this is we do not know when this will happen. So we cannot put it off to the last minute, like I do with most things. We don't know when that minute will be, so we have to be prepared. And every Advent we are reminded of it. Keep awake, be prepared. And most of us like to see ourselves in the best possible light. So we might well think of ourselves as being like the disciples that Jesus called. Remember the fishermen on the shore mending their nets? He said to them, come follow me. They put down their nets, left them behind, left their livelihood behind, left their family behind and went and followed Jesus. I wonder if in reality we might be a wee bit more like those who said, well, first let me bury my father. Let me go back and say cheerio to those back home. So during Advent, as we prepare, this is about not putting off things we need, we need doing in our own spiritual lives. So we need to think about that. What do we need to do within our own spiritual lives? And yes, it's a difficult time to do that because there is so much going on. But it is a good time to do that, to think, is it our prayer life that needs attention? When do we pray? Is it only when we or a loved one are experiencing difficulties? Or is it part of our everyday life? And then, do we really pray? Or do we go through the motions, as it were? Maybe we need to make ourselves more aware familiar with exactly what it was that Jesus said and did by reading scripture more often or with greater depth. And if we can do it, Advent is a good time to set aside more time for reading, for praying. There are many books available and I've left some on the table. And I always at Advent, I keep coming back to this little star box that a friend gave me, I don't know how many years ago, and it says on the, it's full of 24 or 25 little stars 
with things printed on them. And the very first one, it says, you've been given this box as a special Advent gift. Use some of the stars from this year. And there's messages on them. And then it says, pass on the box along with these instructions. They might continue the tradition for today. Well, for 1st of December, it says, light a candle and watch it glow. We've lit a candle this morning to mark the first Sunday in Advent. There are lots of good resources there to help us to take just a little bit of time out of our busy, busy lives to remember what it is that we are planning to celebrate. Because I do know that this is a busy time with presents to buy, cards to write, night outs to share. But we do all of these things. We buy presents, we write cards, we go out for night outs because it is Christmas. Christ Mass, the time when Jesus became fully human, the time when God sent his son to live amongst us. So we cannot let all the trimmings of Christmas, enjoyable though they are, crowd out what Christmas is all about. During this season of Advent, maybe it is making the connection between praying and reading and everything that makes up our everyday life. Or to put it another way, are we sure that being a follower of Jesus, walking God's way, playing our part in making God's kingdom a present reality, or however else you might want to describe it, is something we are doing. Is this something we are doing? And not just something we know and talk about. Are we ready? And just some thoughts. As we write our cards, we write our cards and we think about the folk we're writing them to. Take the time to do it meaningfully. To think about the person that you're writing the card to and to quietly pray for them and their families. We can do the same when we're buying and wrapping presents. And I know that so many of you are thinking of others as you've been filling the red bags for the NB4CC. You've been buying some extra cleaning materials. You've been knitting a hat or buying a pair of socks to go on the washing line. And yes, for some of you, there is a tension within the church building between the washing line and the beautifully decorated tree and the decorations around the church. The hats, scarves and socks are quite often drab, but they remind us, these gifts that are pinned on that washing line remind us of the needs of others. And they remind us of the need to love our neighbours as we love ourselves. This is a busy time. We are on the road in wonder and eager expectation. We have the permission. Christmas is officially in view and our excitement grows. The journey to Jesus' birth has begun. But help us not to travel like bullets from a gun, as if getting there is all that counts. Give us patience as we travel. Patience to ponder the heart of it all. Yes, the heart of it all. That a baby was the gift of hope forever for all people. And that Christ will come again and we are to be prepared. Amen. 
we continue in our worship with the hymn 543, Longing for Light, We Wait in Darkness, hymn 543.
now the choir will sing the anthem during which time our offerings will be brought forward. Thank you, choir, and thank you, Alan. And now let's dedicate our offerings. Let's pray. Parent God, you have given us life and love. You are generous beyond measure. So we bring to you our offerings. May they help to build your kingdom here and now. They are but a sign of all that we offer. May we be generous with our time and talents taking the light of Jesus with us wherever we go this week. Amen. In our prayers for others, if you would like, when you hear the words, be awake, be ready, be prepared, you might want to join in with a response. Our King is coming at an unexpected hour. But if by the time we get there you've forgotten it, that's absolutely fine. Let's pray. Loving God, as our northern hemisphere grows dark, as winter takes hold and days are short, we are grateful for some hours of sunlight each day, a reminder that your light can never be put out. As we use artificial light to bring warmth and comfort to these Advent days, we are glad to remember that the light of the world is already here and will never leave us. Jesus, light of the world, have mercy on us. On this Advent Sunday we come. We come with many different emotions. We come with awareness that Christmas is approaching. For some, that will be a time of great joy. For others, a time of stress and busyness. 
We come to you knowing that the world is full of tinsel, glitter and mindless music played in a loop. But we yearn to see your face in the midst of all the preparations. We want to look to the future because you have gone ahead into it for us. We may not wish it could be Christmas every day, but we do recognise that the real truth of Christmas is with us every day, that God came into the world to redeem us. So however we feel today, help us to find you, not in the razzmatazz, but in the quietness of the stable. Be awake, be ready, be prepared. Our King is coming at an unexpected hour. Lord, we know how much preparation we need to do before Christmas. There will be cards to write, presents to buy, food to purchase, invitations to be made. And we are so aware that all this stuff sometimes gets in the way. We are also aware that for so many this year, their normal Christmas will be affected by the rising cost of living. Help us all to see that the truth of Christmas is not related to things and wealth, but to the poverty of God in the manger. Be awake, be ready, be prepared. Our King is coming at an unexpected hour. At this Advent time, in all that we do, help us to keep our eyes and ears open to see you among us. We pray that we will find you in the face of friend and stranger, that we will worship you in among all the fun and family time. We pray that we will be your compassionate hands and feet and lips to those around us who are hurting, afraid, homeless, lonely, overwhelmed. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and make us fit to serve you. Be awake, be ready, be prepared. Our King is coming at an unexpected hour. Lord, we bring to you all those we know who are making preparations this week. Those revising for exams, those preparing for operations or medical procedures, those arranging to travel to new or unfamiliar places, those preparing for a birth or a death. Lord, please be present. Be Emmanuel to all these people, some known to us, but all known to you. Give diligence in the working, patience in the waiting, courage in the unfamiliar situations, your presence at the ends and the beginnings. Help everyone to be alert to your presence in every situation they face and help us all to keep our eyes firmly fixed on you, whatever we are experiencing in the weeks to come. Be awake, be ready, be prepared. Our King is coming at an unexpected hour. Lord Emmanuel, we know we can only be fully prepared for life if we are fully focused on you. Keep us from distractions, we pray. 
Help us to find creative ways to learn more about you and to deepen our relationship with you, even within the old familiar stories. Help us also to be prepared to step away from the familiar things into new things, following where you lead as you challenge us to become closer to you. Be awake, be ready, be prepared. Our King is coming at an unexpected hour. Lord, prepare our hearts. Help our eyes to be open to see you. Teach us to be ready for everything you ask of us this week. Give us eyes and ears to see where your kingdom is coming around us and to join you as you work in our world. Be awake, be ready, be prepared. Our King is coming at an unexpected hour. Lord Jesus, light of the world, come to our hearts, our homes, our world, and help us to be ready to find you. Amen. We worship God in the next hymn, hymn 290, and during this time the children will come and join us. Hymn 290, the race that long in darkness pined. again it's unusual to have you in twice isn't it for you to be in church twice so who's going to tell me what you were doing while we were in here Freya setting up for the stalls so what stalls are these what stalls are these Christmas decorations and stuff. <laughs> Sounds good. Stuff's always good. Yeah. What else is down there? Can you think of something else that's down there? Ben. Tablet. Tablet. Oh, hold me back. Hold me back. Alexis. What else? Um, 
ice cream or oh, even better I'll not need any lunch today that's so long as I get in back into the hall before it's all gone mm. what else is there in us biscuits oh baskets oh sorry I misheard you baskets what's in the baskets stuff okay Alexander Is that a lucky dip, Alexander? And is that just for the children? There's also adults as well. Oh gosh, haven't done a lucky dip for years. <laughs> Joe, hampers. hampers. Wow. Gosh, lots of Christmas things. So the children have decided that the charities that everything is going towards is water aid and guide dogs for the blind so that's where your money will be going so that's good and you've worked really hard <laughs> oh is this one of the baskets oh this is fun oh gosh oh, I'm speechless and it's not often I am speechless let me tell you oh wow thank you so much that's lovely Thank you. Um, there are also, also bargains, great bargains. There's great bargains. <laughs> so I hope, I hope that all these people here have got their purses and their wallets with them. Hayley. One of the bargains is there's two boxes and, and you pick three things out of the boxes for one pound. So there's two boxes and you pick three things out of one of the boxes for a pound. Yeah. Wow. There's some, and I had a wee look beforehand, and there's lots there. Lot, and you've worked really hard at this, and so have some of the grown up friends that you've got, haven't they? So, a big thank you to everyone who's helped make this a success, and please help the children to make it a success for their chosen charities, because it's really good when we do things for other people. So, thank you for telling me all about that. Now, would it, while we're singing the next hymn, do you want to sneak out? to get set up. Okay, so we're going to sing again and we're going to sing, it's 448, and I'm trying to remember what 448 is. It's Shine Jesus Shine, the one we sang at the beginning. So we're going to sing that and we'll have the benediction and then we'll be out to join you. So thank you for coming in once again and for working so hard and thank you especially for my gift.
Lord, we pray that in all our preparations for the coming week and for Christmas, we may find time to spend time with you. Help us to be prayerful, watchful, and full of hope for your coming. And the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, rest and remain with you and all those whom you love this day and forevermore. Amen. Glasses on the beard, white hair and beard. Oh, I thought he was a 